Welcome back, Wrench Nation Car Talk. Hang with you guys right here from the East Valley Institute of Technology. We appreciate you guys. If you're happening to catch us on the replay, uh, our friends out at KFNX uh, AM or 90.7 Neon. Big old claps for our Neon familia. You guys are tuning in on Saturday. We certainly appreciate you uh, joining us. And of course, know that you can get on a Ranch Nation Facebook. If you can't call into the show because you caught a replay, it means a lot to us to be able to solve and help the best we can some of those car care problems that you uh, may be experiencing. Maybe you need a second opinion. Maybe you got that large uh, repair bill. Almost looks like an accountant statement. I don't know if you guys <laughs> ever seen one of them kind of. Susie, welcome back to the show. Susie Sockets is hanging. What are you doing? Howdy, Frankie. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. What's shaking in the garage these days? Oh, you know what? It's getting warmer and warmer, Frank. So we're getting a lot of AC issues coming in. Yeah. And, and, and so you guys know, you're probably going to be experiencing the same thing. Uh, spring in your neck of the woods, perhaps not North Dakota. Nope, not North Dakota. Or Wisconsin. <laughs> we get that. But you may be experiencing a little bit of, for that first fire up of AC, you may experience a little clammy air. It's not a biting cold. And, you know, what can be taking place is your system is low. It's a sealed system and it may need a recharge. Now, just be mindful with a recharge, Susie, what can happen? Well, with the recharge, first of all, let's not put a can of Freon in. Oh, wait. There's folks still shaking a can. Yep. There's still folks shaking the can. But you know what? We have to evacuate that Freon. We have to clean up that system, get all that moisture out of it. We need to charge it to manufacture specifications. Yeah, no doubt. And also, just keep in mind, guys, that, you know, you may get cold air after that, but it's really important, whatever garage or dealership you take it to, that they do a leak test. Because if not, you're going to be back in a week or two months, and they can do that by utilizing an ultraviolet dye. It's safe to put into the system. Technician will actually use UV light. And the special goggles, he, you know, looks like he's uh, out of a movie or something in the back shop. But they're going to check for leaks. And if you don't have any leaks, you should be good to go. It may be a small leak. So there's a little tidbit. Many of you are going to experience that as the spring months uh, come about. And, of course, we'll, we're going to do a whole show dedicated on AC here the next, uh, I don't know, three or four shows, Susie? Yeah, I think that would be a good Yeah, I idea. think it would be appropriate. we got to wait for the rest of the country to catch up <laughs> to, catch to our temperatures. <laughs> Not everybody has 80-degree weather right now, uh, the beginning of March. But speaking of which, uh, pretty interesting. Uh, many of you have heard the original, what I like to say, look, the original gangsters of car talk, Click and Clack. Oh, yeah. You'd listen to yeah, the show. Yeah, Click and Clack. And of course, they're in syndication. The show hasn't really put out any new shows. Um, rest in peace. One of the godfathers of car talk. Um, you know, of course, the show featured Ray and Tom Magliozzi. And, of course, the show ended a few years ago. But here's an interesting bit of news, man, which I think is really cool. Doctors now are training to not casually listen to the show on a weekend, but they're actually looking for cues on how to relate the doctor-patient relationship, as it were, from the Click and Clack show. So your symptom was your knee was a little crickety-crick in the morning. Okay. The symptom was the symptom. when steering heard a clunk. Yes. They're looking for ways of that automotive relationship and how they sort of do the symptoms as it would parlay to the uh, medical industry. 
You know what? That's so true, though, because I know we use that analogy in the garage, right? No doubt. We actually use a lot of medical analogy. In fact, I always tell you guys, it's really important. Keep it simple. If you feel overwhelmed and you got a little anxiety, get back, back to basics, right? And so um, many of you are fearful. I heard the word, they're going to do a diagnostics. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing at it. I, we really shouldn't because it's serious. Folks have some anxiety about that. But the fact is... A good garage, a good automotive technician, mechanic, a good dealership, a good body shop, they're all going to do their version of an x-ray. Yes. And we use the medical analogy. Um, There were, uh, I guess from this report, there was a white paper written, and they're playing parts of Click and Clack's car talk show to medical students. Oh, neat. And I think that's great because it allows them to get out of what is really complicated. Medical stuff's complicated. I mean... Uh, although I will say we've been known to say we'll take a picture, post it up on social media, uh, you know, of an engine that's all tore apart and say, uh, surgeons envy our surgical arena, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. But I thought it was pretty cool that they're they're highlighting that. That is cool. Yeah. NPR. You know, that show started like in the basement with. Click and Clack did? Click and Clack. Oh, that's cool. Over 30 years ago and, of course, created an iconic movement for many shows, like our show and many other great car talk shows out there. So, all right, what's happening in your world of news, girl? Well, let's see here. So, last night I saw a really interesting piece of news on NBC World News. So, how a California shop is bringing vintage cars to the future. Have you heard of that? Vintage. Vintage cars to the future. To the future. Yeah. So check this out. I'm trying to figure out. E.V. West owner, Michael Bream, and I just, I salute him. What is E.V. West? E.V. West is a shop in California. Okay, gotcha. But what he's doing is he's taking old VW buses and he is putting Tesla electrical engines in them. That is sick. And I've heard this conversion. Um, There's actually a few garages that I know of. Uh, This is very specialized. Yeah. But he's taking, uh, so does Elon Musk have anything to say about this? I don't this? think so, because what's happening is he's getting wrecked Tesla. So uh, Elon Musk has not uh, been notified of now, this. Now, that is a tough area. Um, Elon Musk uh, has pretty pretty much got that on for reps. Right. There are a few YouTube channels out there. I can't, I can't remember the name of the uh, gentleman that's out there that'll actually promote. He's buying used Teslas that have been wrecked to be able to sell and swap and show people how to fix their Teslas. Oh, okay. Elon Musk ain't having that. Oh. So I'm, I'm not sure. We'd have to follow up. What is the name of the company again? It's EV West. All right, I'm going to look into that. it's out of California, but I like his tagline. Save the cars, save the environment. That's simple enough. Yeah. No fancy. No fancy. Well, we need to do a better job. I think so. I just don't know how he's getting away with it, with, uh, with uh, swapping out a, a used Tesla motor, power plant, if you will. Right. I don't know. You want me to... I'll have In to a VW. Research. Yeah. I said we do a follow-up on okay, that. Okay, we'll do a follow-up. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We're excited to, today. You know, every show that we do for you, we really work hard to bring you some amazing talent. And our show topic today is covering the radical custom designs and the future talent to that. We are honored and privileged to have Jonathan Goolsby of Goolsby Customs, an incredible talent, uh, over 20 years of restoration and design, custom hot rods, did, by the way, uh, recently take the Good Guys uh, Rod and Custom Show's Street Rod Delegance Award. 
This man is chock full of talent. He's going to stop by the show. And of course, later on in the show, Good Guys is coming back into town in March. And so we got the great Betsy Bennett, who's also going to join us. So stay tuned. Next, Wrench Nation. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Lee Weatherby's Accurate Automotive is a local, family-owned, award-winning auto repair shop in Mesa, serving Arizona drivers since 1992. ASE-certified technicians, modern repair facility, and digital reports on every service. In Mesa on Robson Road, just south of Broadway, between Country Club and Center. 480-890-0409, AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com, or Accurate Automotive AZ on Facebook. <laughs> Right on. Thanks for joining us, uh, Wrench Nation, right here at East Valley Institute of Technology. Really excited to hang with you guys every week. If you're catching this on the replay, as we said earlier, it means a great deal to us. If you can't text into the show live, obviously, get on to Wrench Nation Facebook or WrenchNation.tv. Subscribe over there. We're not going to spam you. we got better things to do, but you can send your questions over there via email. Uh, we're bringing you back to uh, a show topic that... Look, part of the show is reaching out to community. What I believe, Susie, you can agree, is hashtag fake news. Some would say that the future of the automotive culture, whether it be design, whether it be retail, factory-trained automotive technicians, that's all going away. We disagree with that. We do disagree with that. Absolutely. And to help us set it straight, we've got the award-winning, legendary, talented builder, of some amazing designs. Uh, Jonathan Goolsby out of Goolsby Customs. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Tell us, um, you've been in the, well, the paint business, the collision business, the custom build business for quite some time. Tell us about how you were motivated to transition from working for somebody to opening your own custom shop. Ooh, that's a big step to take. Um, I grew up, you know, playing with, uh, I'd say, race cars, just round track stuff, and we were, you know, tearing up, fixing them. And then uh, once I got old enough, I guess, to have a real job, I moved on to a collision shop and had my own shop at the house where we did all these hot rod deals. Um, Finally, it was to the point of, um, you know, should I go out on my own and do this? You know, uh, I had one older fellow that um, we did a bunch of older cars for. He said, you know what? And this, this is what stuck with me. He said, uh, you're young enough to go out on that limb, and if it breaks, you can find another limb to climb out on. And that stuck with me, and I didn't want the what if if I never did. So um, me and the wife went and bought a body shop and um, been you know going from ever since then. Yeah, I ask you that because we've got a lot of younger up-and-coming entrepreneurs, whether they're in the automotive business or they're doing something and – they just would like to venture on their own, but not sure. And I got to say, we ask every guest, John, and you hit it on the head. It's, it, it literally is just taking that step saying, you know what? I'm young enough. Why not? Let's risk it, right? Exactly. I mean, because you can always, um, it gives you enough time really to just start over if you need to. But the biggest thing is you never have one of regret that you never tried it, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, we had Aurora Strauss, who um, started as a young teenager, Harvard student now racing, and she said the very same thing. I mean, she had a great support system, but how do you take a teenager and promote them out on the track? And what she said is the very same thing that you sort of were told and felt, and it's like, you know what? I'm going to do this, you know, and, and jump right in. Before we get into some of the amazing custom builds, like that 79 Fox Body Mustang Lucille, yeah. uh, I want to I wanna dive into something right away for our listeners. Um, you are behind the Good Guys Custom Rods Associations, of course, uh, uh, the national car show that, that goes all over the country. You're behind the Young Guys Award Program. You're inspiring a lot of younger talent. Tell us about the Young Guys Award program. Yeah, that's one of the programs me and Young Guys got together with, and uh, we want to promote the future of hot rodding. We want to keep this program alive. We want to, you know, keep cars on the road. Um, you think about it now, eighty model car is an old car. Um, so we want that younger generation to get those and actually start a new generation of, of hot rodding for us. Um, so what that boils down to is every Good Guys event we have a. a special uh, Goolsby Customs Young Guys parking section just for these people, uh, 25 and younger. They bring their, you know, their hot rod out there, um, showcase it, show off the newest things they've done. Um, we've even had them, you know, last minute just finish priming their car just to make, make it to the show, and they'll bring it out and showcase what, you know, this is where they're at on it. Um, so the way it boils down is they'll park there. Um, we'll pick two vehicles to showcase them up front. Um, put them on social media and let social media help us pick a winner, you know, so that gives, um, the younger vert, you know, people on social media to be involved with it also. And, uh, after that, we, uh, pick a winner and, you know, let them run through the awards program and, and get their award. Yeah, and I like that idea that it's not, you know, if you're not at the event, you don't know what's going on. I, I think not only does it allow for recognition, because let's face it, car people, we're burning midnight oil, we're painting stuff at the last hour, and we know at the Goolsby Customs there's a lot of stuff like that going on. There's last-minute adjustments, and we're going to get to that, but I love the idea that not only are you showcasing uh, via social media, but there are a lot of folks that are watching in the wings that get inspired, man, by this. Uh, you know, and I think that's that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's very neat, you know, even seeing the, the kids out there and interacting with them, um, or young adults, let's put it that way, um, and hearing the stories that they have behind where they, you know, how they got started in this. Um, um, some of them have grew up with their grandfather or their parents or something like that and, and then took it on, and then some have had um, life changes that they were big in sports and they can no longer play sports, so they started picking up the car hobby. And um, it's, it's very um, interesting to hear some of the stories and how they're passionate for it, and, and it's uh, promising to, that we know this sport is still going to be alive. Yeah, no doubt. And, and we often talk about every car has a story, but every individual that's sort of starting out has a trigger. Uh, whether it was grandfather was doing this and then, you know, dad stopped and I want to sort of pick up on what grandpa picked, you know, did for many years. And I, I always find that fascinating. I want to switch gears if I could. Uh, working out of Goolsby Customs, you've had some pretty great uh, designs. And so how do you manage to take what a client may have as sky's the limit? John, we're giving you free reign to design something. Of course, 
everything's under budget, of course, right? We're not just saying an open checkbook. My question to you is, how do you bring the technology piece? So, for example, you know that maybe a particular build may not run a carburetor and you, you've got to work in that fuel injection. How do you maintain the technology side to keep it, let's face it, reliable as a daily driver, possibly, right. and still maintain that amazing just drool of a design that you'll see uh, at a museum or a showcase floor? How do you maintain that? Uh, smokes and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that seems to be yeah. a common sentiment. Man. We'll just run with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all cars do have a certain style. And, you know, nowadays it seems like everybody wants to drive them, which is great because we want to see them on the road and we want to be able to enjoy these things. But we do want the reliability of it. We want the fuel mileage, you know, all that. And what it boils down to is your daily driver, if it's a Mercedes or a new Chevrolet truck or whatever, we want all that technology, but we want old sheet metal, sheet metal wrapped around it. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that is um, depending on the style. we got to hide it. You know, there's a bunch of companies out there that make uh, certain intakes, um, breathers, everything to kind of camouflage this depending on your style. Um, and some cars, they want just the straight-up modern look. You open the hood, it looks like a brand-new car under there, but you got old sheet metal. So it, it boils down to making stuff, getting with uh, distributors that, that produce stuff to hide this if need be. But um, all of it, like I said, smoke and mirrors and try to make it all work and, and fit the style of the vehicle that you're building. But would you ever put an electric engine into one of these vehicles? <laughs> Believe it or not, it, it has been talked about. Oh, um, that is a you know it is the future um so i i wouldn't doubt seeing it uh really soon you'll see a hot rod that's you know out there electric powered similar like we're talking about with the tesla deals yeah no doubt um on the topic of build let's switch gears let's go into consumer mode right let's go into i'm in goolsby customs you and i have talked over the phone uh perhaps i flew in or you know i drove in some distance to really sit down and meet you what advice would you have for me i've got a budget um in terms of how i approach the design and build where can i get that wrong as a consumer looking for a hot rod or custom uh approaching that what advice would you have for me um, the biggest thing I would is, you know, what are we building this car for? You know, is it just to sit in the sit in the garage and you put a coat of wax on it every week, or are we going to do a tour with it? Are we, you know, um, is it going to be like a almost a daily driver? Um, do you want certain show uh, to go to shows and win certain awards with it? You know, um, so all that boils down to a starting point. Um, budget is a big thing. Somebody might say, "Hey, I just want to spend." A hundred thousand, but I've got two hundred thousand dollars worth of parts. So you know, then we have to sit that back and kind of figure out what we're going to do with that, it, it, or is it even feasible to build one? You know, um, ton of ton of different angles to go from there. Um, then we'll shoot into renderings. Um, you know, some people say I want a red car, and then once we get the rendering done of this car, maybe red doesn't look good on it. So then you know, we'll start designing from there and changing things up. Um, budget is a big deal, but that all boils down to what what you're going to do with the car, too. 
Right. That makes perfect sense. You know, what's the need? Uh, are we going to just cruise around 12 times a year uh, or are we as a daily driver, you know, like that reliability? Uh, speaking of which, you actually had an accolade, which was really, really cool. This was not an easy thing to accomplish mechanically. And you did uh, that 79 Fox body Mustang Lucille, uh, which we stated earlier, was the winner of the Street Rod Delegance yeah. Award in 18. Um, sponsored by good guys, uh, and of course tying into the young wards. This is the pace car. Tell us about the history of this pace car. The uh, '79 Fox Body. That in the beginning, we're thinking that's going to be a newer car, and that's going to be the easiest car ever to build. And uh, I would have said that was probably our hardest because we wanted to fit so much stuff into this and and make one of the uh, uh, the. The I guess the uh, pace car is going to be the future for showing uh, showing these young people what we can build out of these cars that they can get off Craigslist pretty cheap. Um, so, you know, we started off with a chassis and then big wheels and big brakes, and we just kept snowballing. And then, then we got Isn't that how it works? Power. I like the way you said that. So, like, in the, so Susie, in the beginning, John was like, oh, yeah, this this little uh, 2.4, whatever, turbo, whatever it came right? with, we're shipping that bad boy out. But, oh, wait a minute, this big daddy, big block coyote ain't going to fit in here. How do you? Yeah, it, it turned into one of them, hey, let's fit this motor in that's wider than the whole car. And <laughs> But, I mean, that's the challenges we come across, and, and it makes it interesting. Thing. It gives it good stories, and you know now we've got it on the road. It, it's you know it's um, you know the the car to promote. You know these young guys. Um, you know the the newer age is coming. Um, I think some of the older people are kind of accepting it now, so which is good because you know they see these cars. I grew up as a you know the Fox Body was like you know a classic car to me now, and I'm I'm look forward to seeing this new era of, of cars starting to come in in the show scene. And, and we did a show with uh, ClassicCars.com, and they have the future classics uh, up here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And pretty cool. You look at 1984 Toyota Supra, that's a future yeah. classic. Yes. And, and John, okay. I, knew, I knew we grew up with these cars, and we, ne- we would have never thought, um, whether it be you know this uh, Mustang LX or what have you, or uh, the 280Z, which is now, forget it. I mean, that's that... that 280, the 240s in the in the drift scene, those cars are commanding. Oh, yeah. Those are the future classics, no doubt. I want you to stay in there with us. We're going to bring you back, rejoin next segment, dive into some of the more builds, maybe some of the current projects that you have. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we've got John Goolsby, Goolsby Customs. Stay tuned next on Wrench Nation. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me, my clients, and they're likely not to come back? Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you are an installer, get on to partsauthority.com, check locations nationally near you partsauthority.com Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. This is Wrench Nation. My RPMs are like going up and down and my car is like going back and forth. What is, what is that? This is the Macarena. 
car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Frank and Susie hanging out with you right here from East Valley Institute of Technology. We appreciate you. We're diving into the radical custom designs. And I say radical, really radical can be as radical as you want if you've got the patience. Understand, as John Goolsby had mentioned, what it is you want to do. You can go as radical as you want. And of course, um, the budget has all to do and time and so on. Welcome back to the show. John Goolsby, you there? Yes, sir. Welcome back, partner. And so, um, what projects do you have cooking now out of Goolsby's Customs? Uh, well, our biggest thing is we don't want to be hailed as just a shop that does one type of car. Um, so, this year we're going to venture out and we've got a 69 Dodge A108 van that we're going to try to debut at SEMA. And um, we've got two 32 uh, projects, uh, Ford projects we're going to bring out, and a 69 Mustang. So a little bit of uh, everything that uh, is, you know, coming down the line uh, this year for us. Yeah, yeah, it sounds exciting. Um, the shortage of automotive technicians, man, that's a real deal. Like in our garage, um, we don't do much custom work. You know, we'll we'll do retail. We do have some classics that'll come in and and so on. But as you've grown your business, what has been some of the resources that you've been able to use? when seeking out a technician or a collision guy or, you know, a good welder or painter. And I ask you that because we've got a lot of technicians that listen to the podcast and they're always looking for ideas. How do you find a good technician? Uh, we, that is probably one of the biggest problems I think we've got in, in the industry by itself. Um, the, the biggest thing we do is social media. We'll plast it all over social media and, uh, we get a good feedback from that, and the way we source through that is we'll do our research with that person, phone calls, emails, and pictures. Um, and if it seems promising, we bring them in for two weeks um, and put them in a hotel and pay them like they're a regular employee. Um, we let them you know, meet our guys here, take them to lunch, let them be part of the team, and then we kind of interview the employees we already have and ask, hey, is this guy – does he like, look like he'll fit the team? Does he have a bad attitude about certain things? Because we believe if we have one bad seed, it'll turn the whole shop down. It's a snake. It's a cancer, no doubt. I mean, we always said, uh, Susie, the basic premise, and I think this serves for any business, is attitude and aptitude, right? right? You know, and um, I'll share with you, John, and I'm sure you've seen this, and we've talked to many other guests on the show, um, whether they're, you know, funny car champs with a pit crew, um, you can be the best at what you do but boy if you've got this attitude man you're out of there this is way i look it at does, it i mean it I, we don't wait on that right and we just can't wait a small business and we've got other things to worry about isn't that the truth it is i've had some great talented people in here and it just the attitude uh, brought the vibe down in the whole shop and you know we're it's like a big family here you know we're all we're here more than we are at home and uh, especially with building cars it's you know, it always seems like it's down to the wire, and we're working almost 24-7 at some point. So you want to be around some people you enjoy being around, and that's uh, that's what we try to do. Right. It makes perfect sense. We do the same. And one of the things that we um, – and I like to add this because I, I'm seeing this now, not just in the, in the automotive retail side of just factory work, but – uh, mentoring students like that's huge and that's why I was really really excited to have you on um, to talk about how you're allowing 
uh, a lot of these youngsters to, you know, to highlight their wares, you know, and, and not just draw on paper in their in their backyard or tinker, you know, with a side project to actually get it out and showcase. And I think that's that's incredible. I mean, that's how we motivate the future. And I think we got Betsy Bennett. Uh, Betsy Bennett, are you hanging with us? I am hanging with you. How of, are you? I'm good, and we are so excited to have you back on. Thank you Thank for joining you. Wrench Nation. Of course, yeah. Betsy Bennett uh, with the... Yeah, I'll just tell you, world renowned. Every time I go to a, a good guy's rod and <laughs> custom car show, I'm like, I'm always going to see something new, and and I think that's world renowned. It is. Yes, it is. Uh, Betsy, we've got a show coming up March 15th uh, this we weekend, do. and I, uh, I, I I'm glad that uh, we were able to get uh, John Goolsby. Dive in deeper. What was the motivation uh, behind really? tying in the future talent. What was the motivation behind Good Guys for that? You know, our founder, Gary Metters, the good guy himself, would always start the awards ceremonies with his classic line. And I I think about it all the time. He would say, the way to get these young guys into building and into hot rods and into cars is get them away from their computers, get them away from the TV, get them out in the garage, teach them how to build. That's where our industry needs to go. And we need these young guys who have this passion. And Jonathan is one of those builders for us. He's just been like a climbing light for us. You know, we are in search of these young guys and gals. Gals, too. There's a couple of gals out there that got some cool cars. And we want to be able to bring them to all of our events and showcase their talent and their creativity. And there's no better way. But you got to teach them. you got to get them off of their screens. And don't we all have devices that we're on all the time? Oh, that is, that's the truth. Right? You know. But, but yeah. the Young Guys program that Jonathan at Goolsby's Customs has been so gracious in sponsoring with us has really given us a platform to talk out there to these young guys and gals, to talk on social media, to talk in the media outlets and really get some movement with these young builders. Yeah, no doubt. John, i got to ask you a question. I mean, this is serious. You'll get a talent, uh, someone that um, has the talent, but is lacking the motivation, uh, whether they grew up in an environment that said, hey, you can't do this, you know, you need a college degree, or you need to, you're never going to survive. I know you've met some of these youngsters. What do you tell them or perhaps show them by example that they can actually do what their heart's at and do what their skill set's at and turn that motivation around? Um, just getting out there and, and, you know, hustling with it. You know, I, didn't, I don't have a college degree, and it was just a passion that I have that I wanted to get out here and then um, and learn it. You're not going to – I mean, I didn't make tons of money at the beginning, but I knew if I kept sticking with it and – staying with somebody and watching what they do and have a teacher that kind of just like helped you along the way to say, Hey, do this, don't do this, or just showing you tricks and, you know, trades of it all. Um, it's just, don't give up is the biggest thing. You know, if your heart wants it, then you just keep going with it and, uh, you'll have your ups and downs, but don't ever give up on it. Yeah, no doubt. That's a powerful, um, Betsy. Yeah, I know that you have had some incredible, incredible award-winning builders uh, over your time. What over twenty years now, right? What twenty-five years with the uh, good guys? I've been here twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to short. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think when you get past twenty-five, do we need to count? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I totally know. agree. It's like know. my wife is. We're not married anymore. It's a syndication <laughs> after twenty-five years. You know. Uh, so here's right. the question: You've seen um, some generations come through. Yeah. Um, let's just use old school for example and new school. 
Do you see a big difference in how youngsters are receiving their information and maybe how an older generation may be able to not connect with that because they're learning it a different way or they, they want to receive their information a different way? Right. Well, I do think the young people today are getting their information completely differently, right? They're, they're on social media. They're just consuming media in a different way. So I think we do have that gap, and we have to learn, you know, our, our job at Good Guys is to really connect with our core audience, which may not be so technologically savvy like these young people, but then we have to go out and reach those young guys, too. We have to be able to do both. Um, I think there is... You know, technology is going to continue to advance, and the way that we reach people is going to continue to evolve. There's no question. Yeah, you're, you're, you're spot on, and, and we see a lot of that in the garage, Susie and I, mm-hmm. in fact, uh, many in the industry. Switching gears here, uh, the March 15th weekend car show, yeah. um, you guys seem to bring surprises. So <laughs> I'm trying to get out of you. What surprises do you have in store that weekend out there at Westworld in Scottsdale? You know, I don't know that we have any surprises. We've got, you know, we've always got some fun things in our back pocket. So we've got some cool feature clubs. We've got the Red Devils. Are you familiar with the Red Devils down in Phoenix. Please tell us. Car club, yeah, hot rod club, cool bunch of guys, and they started their club, and they named it after the Red Red Devil Lighter Fluid. That's where they got the name. Oh, they're on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they're a lot of fun, so we're going to have them out. We'd love to find feature clubs in each city and kind of honor them and bring them out with their cars. The uh, Intruders will be there, the Lowrider Club. They were there last year, too, and we'll have them hanging out. The Square Body Syndicate bringing out all the square body trucks so there's always a lot of fun i mean you know we get cars from all over the country that come out to the spring nationals this is our 10th year doing this show and it continues to evolve and bring in new cars and plus with you know the expansion of our cutoff year that we did last year we went up to 1987 so we'll see more of that i'm sure those changes in cutoff year take a couple of years to kind of cycle through and really see some evolution with that so i think that'll be just it's an always a fun experience for us to see what comes out of that expansion as we move into that 87 and older cutoff so how many car shows a year do you put on out there well, we have two out at Westworld. We have one in March, and then we have our season finale, which is the 22nd Southwest Nationals. That'll be in November. And then in between March and November, we kind of crisscross the country. Jonathan goes with us a lot. <laughs> and yeah, uh, we lot. go all over the country, you know, doing these events. And it's just, it's, a, it's an amazing, amazing thing to see the creativity and the cars and the trucks that come out. It's just, it's an incredible experience. I mean, I've been doing it 28 years. I never get tired of going to work, I can tell you that. Yeah, and then no doubt. There's a, it's certainly a family affair. Right. Um, always, always invite. You know, we do a ton of car shows around town and in Southern California. And I always say, listen, um, it, it almost to me feels like it should be mandatory. I don't care if your daughter is a ballerina. A car show is mandatory? I would say absolutely because there's a certain vibe. There's there is. a certain buzz. And mm-hmm. not only does Good Guys uh, sort of put on such an eclectic array of beautiful work, you know, this uh, blood, sweat, and tears behind a right. lot of these builds, but it's a family affair. I mean, I think last time I went, I got stuck in some food truck-ass situations, and I, I got some good eats, too. Right, I know. <laughs> There's a food truck out there, too, that I'm like, I love. It's called Off the Hook. All right. It's out there every time they do. And I follow them on Facebook so I can see where they are and check, make sure they're coming to our show. They're oh, yeah, you keep, good. you keep them straight. Uh, yeah. I do I do want to transition. One of the neat things about Good Guys is you can actually participate um, in the, you guys have the, 
Oh gosh, it's the God. It's trying to remember this here. The autocross that's right. been going we on do. for a while. We do. We started the autocross. Yeah, it was one of those things we added to the mix around 2006. So it's been here a while. This will be our 13th season with it, and it really is a cool thing because once you register a car in the show, you can run on the autocross track. And I think people who are new to our game don't know that. But once you pay to register your car for the weekend, you can also race on the on the autocross course. It's a very simple tech process, and they'll put you in a class and you can go and you know it's it it's a great fun experience for the guys who are driving and it's a lot of fun for the spectators it's a fun visual they're loud the tires are screeching you know you're trying to not hit those cones it's a fun part of our event there's no doubt it's it's really been a good addition for sure yeah it's interactive i mean i think that's key and and you've got some great vendors uh that come out and i Mm -hmm. I know that when i come out there's always something new you know for for a project build or an accessory and right and um you know that's really so it's like one big smorgasbord the whole weekend it is it's really you know, I always call it Disneyland for gearheads. If you, you know, if you want to hang out, and there's really something for everybody. We've got the kids area for the kids, and it's just a fun family weekend. And I think too, the greatest thing I think is so fun. And Jonathan's really good about posting little kids' pictures on his social media with the cars. <laughs> I think the experience for them of seeing these older cars is great. It's kind of like a history lesson on wheels. These cars look so different than what they see on the freeway today or what mom and dad have in the garage. It is shocking. Uh, like us gearheads, yeah. we we're kind of accustomed, oh, that's a 68 right. Chevelle or, you know, there's a mm-hmm. 23 C cab that just pulled in. But absolutely, you get the that spark. And it, come on, guys, isn't that cool to see that light up? Yeah. You watch, you see this young kid's eyes just light up and then if we're lucky, they're picking up a wrench and they're moving forward. Right. I do have a question. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Jonathan Goolsby. Yes, sir. If you had an open wallet, oh. I came oh. to you and I said, listen now, I've heard all about you. World famous Goolsby <laughs> Customs. All the great things you're doing. What is currently your dream build project? Um, I've got... I had to break out a mullet for this. One. <laughs> uh, I have got right now, and I'd say for the last year, I have been on this kick, and I have a bunch of buddies make fun of me about it. A kick for a third gen Camaro. Cool. Um, that is cool. Yeah. They, I grew up with them and all that stuff, and now they're you know eighty models and they're old. They fit the new, the new generation. Um, I just that's that, or I kick way back to a thirty two Roadster. Um, that's probably my two right now, but um, right now that's on the brain is a <laughs> mullet mobile third gen Camaro. <laughs> cool. And of course, Miss Bennett, we're going to switch gears because we know you're a car chick. What I love cars. is your first off? Are you driving anything classical now? Not right now, no. But right. you know what? When I go to the office, I get to drive all the cool cars in the warehouse. Nice. See that? Yeah, yeah, you know. It's like uh, it's like the, the jacket of the week. Uh, yeah. That jacket, yeah, there you go. Nice. That really is cool. Fun. All right, yeah. tell the people, Betsy, where can we find the car show, the Good Guys Custom Rods Association's car show? So if you are looking for info on the Spring Nationals coming up, the 15th through the 17th at Westworld, or any of the other shows, you can just go to our website, which is good-guys.com. have to have the dash between good and guys, or it doesn't get to us. And there's a page for every show on the schedule. There's great information about all the stuff going on in the world of good guys. So it's a great website. We're trying to keep it updated constantly as we add new things. So good-guys.com. 
yet. Of course, we'll share that on Ranch Nation's Facebook. Great. Um, and we appreciate you stopping by, Betsy. And of course, we'll see you out there the weekend yeah. of. Uh, you guys will join us out there as well. We appreciate yeah. you, Betsy. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. And Jonathan, tell the people, if you got a custom and you're interested, where can they find oh. the talents of Goolsby Customs? No, we're out of Hughtown, Alabama, and you can look us up at uh, GoolsbyCustoms.com or any of the social media sites. We try to play big with all that. It's all of us at Goolsby Customs. That simple. Right on. And we'll share all of your information on our Wrench Nation Facebook. Uh, we are truly honored to have you on. It's always good uh, to talk to somebody out there that uh, is not only doing what they really enjoy, but can make it through one last minute, midnight, this has got to go tomorrow morning to the <laughs> yeah. show. Hey, are you going to be out in Scottsdale? Uh, I will be on the second Scottsdale show. We're going to head to Texas this weekend and uh, kick off the new year with the uh, good guys there. And then uh, we'll hit about 10 more from there but, and, and end, uh, end the year with them in uh, Scottsdale next year or at the end of the year. Well, we're going to connect uh, next time you're in Scottsdale. Oh, I believe that's in the fall. We'd love to give you a tour of our garage and, and uh, we look forward to meeting you and, of course, uh, seeing you out at the car shows. Most definitely. I appreciate y'all having me on here, too. Thank you so much Thanks, for Jonathan. stopping by. Yeah, you know, this is this is what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's and I and I say this to you guys tuning in that just kind of casually hanging in there and and we've had a couple of other uh custom designers and and you know, builders out there from hey, backyard builders, uh Wrench Wars, uh Brother JD where, you know, for 5 to 7,000 dollars he's putting together. It's not any pomp and circumstance, still a respectable build. We always tell you, follow that passion. If you've got a build right now in your garage, Figure out how to continue tinkering because that's soul, that's spirit. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Any last words for the show? No, I'm good, Frank. Only that I wish I had a classic car that well, I Well, we're going to work on that. I think, I think, well, we got a food truck or something. Well, we do have a food truck. Well, Frankie. speaking of food truck, <laughs> uh, I, I'll share the story with you guys. Uh, and this is, this is pretty awesome. Um, well, maybe not. I, I'm actually going to ask Susie's permission on air right now. Here we go. Susie had just mentioned that she'd love to have a hot rod build. Susie has an old food truck that is just sitting, never came to fruition. Susie was in the beef jerky business. Correct. That truck is sitting. It has sat for two years. Could we could we ask you, could we make that the Wrench Nation mobile? Could we like convert that with some wheelie bars and put some slicks and put a big power plant? Would you allow us to do that? I feel like this is the question where I have to say, I do. No! no! <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we could get back to that. But I had this vision on the way over here. I, said, I think that would be phenomenal. I, yeah, but that thing is just sitting out. Mind you, it looks like uh, that movie, uh, what is this, uh, Sasha Cohen, uh, where they traveled the whole country and the little van with the bear in it right right truck, right it has that kind of <laughs> flavor to it i don't know the wrench nation uh, sasha cohen look i think it'd be cool frank anyway i love you either let's way. create it hand bump hand there bump. you go well we always appreciate you guys hanging with us uh, every week you can catch old shows uh wrenchnation.tv when i say old shows those shows are actually pretty fresh you know not only do we try to dive up some great car tips for you but we also try to seek out some really intriguing talent by way of audio automotive enthusiasts and just overall talent uh, in the industry. Uh, and we appreciate you guys. RanchNation.tv. And of course, catch the Sunday podcast upload. And let me tell you how easy it is to listen to Ranch Nation. I just said, Alexa, 
Let me listen to Wrench Nation, and it came right up. This is what we're technology, people. <laughs> if you got an Alexa, you're cooking up eggs in the morning, just play an old show. You can catch uh, everything from Funny Car Champs to Rockstar Local Automotive Garages. You know, we love to hi- highlight the industry, which reminds me, we're almost done. I think I've said this for three weeks. We have a tab on the website. If you know a rock star, automotive technician, mechanic, oh, builder, yeah. designer, instructor, mm-hmm. owns a garage or works out of her school, we want to know about that. We're a community and we'd love to highlight them on our fourth segment community uh, portion of our show. So there you have it, Wrench Nation. We appreciate hanging with you guys. Thank you so much every week. You guys rock. As I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.